1: I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word, Ashes Daily, Manchester, the fourth test day five you might be able to tell by the fact that we are filming in front of a red box undercover that it is still raining which means adam this might be an easy day to summer up in 30 to summer up to summer it up in 30 seconds
0: yes for westfield london and westfield stratford city more extra less ordinary unfortunately it wasn't that kind of day was it um the 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 forecasts always threatened to give us something resembling a window like yesterday but um, we were cut off at the knees on the few um times it did stop raining, it started again. Um, the England team played a lot of keepy-uppy. The Australian side sat inside their rooms and, and were quite satisfied with the result, even though they won't frame it quite that way. They've retained the ashes with one test to play.
1: Yep, it's one of those days. There's going to be a lot of ugh about today. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of uh, well, there'll be a lot of angst about why we have draws in Test cricket and how we can avoid them, which is a conversation that I have some time for. You know, there are there are things that could be done uh, to try to maximise the amount of playing time, especially when you know you have a bad forecast ahead of you. Yep. There's, but I think just I think most of that will just be the expression of frustration at the fact that a potential ball tearing finish has been um it, it, it's not it's not like it doesn't matter it's not like the fifth test is unimportant from here but the two all set up i mean how many times has a five test series been two all going into the fifth i can think of australia india in 78 and I can think 36, of Yeah, 36-7. I can't yeah. think of any others off the top of my head. If you go back
0: to nineteen oh three oh four, it's it's 3-2, but it's already 3-1 by that stage. Yep. It, it, yeah, it's pretty unusual. And look, I think we've, we've, we, we, we we gleaned that from the Australian side in their post-game interviews on the side of the field where Pat Cummins spoke at the presentation. Like They're chuffed to be able to have gotten this job done like in an abstract kind of way. Yeah. But it is bittersweet. They do know that um, that their job... Um, isn't complete. They came here saying they wanted to win the World Test Championship and win in England, as opposed to retain mm-hmm. for the first time since 2001. And of course, they can do that from here. Let's not sort of get too carried away. minus Lushay made a great point last night that they were hammered, well, not hammered, but they were, they were, they were beaten up after Leeds in 2019 and one here at Manchester yep. in 2019 the last week. And so it might prove um, next week at the Oval. So, so both sides, you know, will we'll leave this with something to play for. England can draw the series and that will feel significant having been 2-0 down, however frustrated they are tonight. And Australia still have that chance to win in England. That's not gone yet. It's just yep. that right now, it's hard to keep that perspective. I'm finding it hard to keep that perspective. I'm just gutted that having had three monumental Test matches to start the series, all finishing under that definition of a close finish from the Association of Cricket Statisticians, and the first time it's ever happened in Test cricket, um, to come here and have a more one side of the fair. But we, we were robbed of nine men around the bat. We were mm. robbed of the chance to see Australia desperately trying to hold on. We were robbed of maybe, as we set up on the pod last night, England having to chase 60 in six overs or something like that. All of these things were were... were, 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 were Fitted away, fitted away rather through the afternoon. Yeah, washed away. Washed away, that's a better word. We
1: we flipped, we inverted the days basically because on Friday we thought that Saturday would be a complete washout and we might get a session or two on Sunday. In the end we got the session on Saturday where Labashain made the 100 and and his wicket was the only one taken. um, So in the end that has been the match saving innings for Australia. I mean the batting conditions looked pretty reasonable out there yesterday so I think that was part of it as well. It wasn't like India having 30 overs. Sorry, England having thirty overs at Australia. India are playing the Ashes now. Probably, let's see. Well, you can't rule anything out in this world. But there was—it wasn't like okay, it's going to be real jeopardy. It's going to be absolutely, you know, clinging on by your fingernails to survive on this surface. So I think even if England had got thirty overs today, it wasn't—it wasn't sort of wildly skewed in their favour that they would run through Australia. There was no. the opportunity there. Yeah, um, they were
0: two wickets away from that being a possibility, right? Yeah. Two more wickets from where they were you <laughs> And it is game on. Like as Marsh is resetting, um, you know Greensy in, green's greens out, out of, of out of yeah. Nick. You know they they get one in the first five overs. An early look at Carey, whose um, r- returns have been diminishing over yep. the last couple of tests as well. Um, if they can get two, then they open up um, Mark Wood to be the fox in the henhouse kind of thing. So yes. um, as he was at he's least, allowed to bowl because provided it's not he's allowed too to bowl, dark. of course. I mean, yeah. how dark it was at different points today. How dark it is right now um, might have made that um, impossible, regardless. But still, yep. you see the point I'm trying to make. But they they were they were probably. Um, Yesterday, had they got those two wickets quickly yesterday? I think in hindsight they snatched yep. it a little bit yesterday. They, they thought they knew it was raining in Liverpool. They thought it was going to be raining here straight away. It didn't rain here straight away. And by that point, they'd, they'd spooled through their bowlers. They tried plan A, plan B, plan C. They didn't quite get it right. And mm. just at the moment, they had the ball swinging around. That's a ball that we've only seen about four deliveries sent down by a SEMA, when you think about it, that ball might have made all the difference and that'll be another frustration for Ben Stokes and the the England management.
1: Yeah, I I guess if you're sitting here watching this as a frustrated England supporter, um, there's one parallel I would make, which is in 2013, third test here at Old Trafford, um, Australia had England 3 for 30 from memory, chasing 350-ish on the last day, early into the last day and and rain came in and, and washed out the entire day and England retained the ashes on that basis and there was, I remember the sort of conversation was, oh, a bit of a flat way to retain the ashes however there weren't a lot of complaints from the home team they were like well we're ahead in the series so we deserve to do that I suppose Australia can run that line but it's a harder line to run when you have been absolutely pumped yeah. across the first three days of the test match you know did better on the fourth day in order to, to hang on through that session I but see the
0: parallel you're drawing but I mean I, 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 I'm going to struggle to get on board with that because in 2013 England Hammered Australia at Lord's the way mm. before. I know Trent Bridge was a thriller, sure. but they hammered Australia at Lords, and Australia did make the running here. That famous ton by Michael Clark, but um, it, you know it was two-nil, then it was three, you know, then it was with the draw. Didn't well, kind I'm just saying it. Whereas this was these, this this was this, was the, you know, the series of a lifetime. A, a wasn't
1: team, it? a team right on top, um, ends up not being the one on sure. the right side of the result, and the other team ends up retaining on the basis of a draw due to rain at yeah, Manchester, yeah. it has happened before. I it, was thinking, it will happen again.
0: I was thinking 1968 myself with, you know, England requiring, was it five wickets on the final mm-hmm. afternoon with the crowd coming and mopping up the field and and Underwood doing as he did and winning with 15 minutes to spare. I was more there earlier today. Oh, I, mean, like, I
1: think that's what we were dreaming of. Yeah, we were dreaming yeah. of like, okay, <laughs> maybe they get on for, say, three hours. You know, can can say Marsh and Green bat through an hour and a half and then a wicket falls, you know, and then maybe Kerry does a bit and then another wicket falls and then you're into the bowlers and we've got one of those grandstands. Finishes again, you know, and I think you and I are both more interested in having the grandstand finish rather than who ends up on what side of the grandstand finish. But
0: I'll declare, op- I'll declare an interest. I think you know, we we want England to win this week, the right? op- not, not not for some sort of parochial, you know, anti purely because two all going, they're so rare. When they're so rare, things like this. We
1: follow cricket obsessively, and we may well never see that in our lifetimes, yeah. you know, a, a five-match series where it's all going into the fifth. So many things have to go right for it to happen and what we've seen this week is this is just one of the many, many factors that go into make, to derailing the possibility of that unlikely scenario.
0: Yeah, it's very rare that I come to a test match caring who wins. I kind of pride myself on really not minding either way. But yeah, we have individual players that we're more invested in than others, but you know, you sort of shrug the shoulders and hope the game's great and, and try and be as dispassionate as you can be. But yeah, this week felt a bit different. You know, had it been um, two all going into the over, it'd be like a you know men's grand slam tennis match where you know the team that, that the, the, the player who wins the first two sets loses the, the next two and then mm. the fifth set is, you know, who can hold on, who can who can hold their nerve. And that, that was what the Oval was going to feel like. Instead, next week we'll have more 2019 energy, albeit um, different because in 19 Australia, having won here, there was, I think Pat Cummins has acknowledged, too much of a celebration at Old Trafford and not enough focus on winning at the Oval. And the wheels did fall off there a yeah. little bit. They weren't as thrashed as what people might remember it. But anyway, there, there, there was a, a comprehensive victory for England in the final Test match to make it 2-2. Whereas next week, as I said at the start of the show, I genuinely... Think that Australia will be like obsessed with winning next week because it'll validate what's well, happening here, yeah. And they can go away and say they've done both things on their on their list of things to do over here across 60 days.
1: If if Australia lose at the oval, they will go home feeling very, very sorry for themselves, yes. you know, and they'll go home feeling like they've lost, really. Like, feeling if you 2 0 up and you blow it and you don't win the series, that'll feel like a defeat. England, if they win next week, won't be well, it's later this week. No, is it next week? I don't no, even know yeah, what it's, date it is today. It's in four it's days Sunday. from now.
0: it's uh, it's The next test starts on Thursday. Yes, it's
1: within seven days, but it's a different week, depending how you count your weeks. <laughs> um, some people start them on a Sunday. Never understood that. What's going on there? Sunday's not the start of the week. It's the end of the week. Get, get out of here. Anyway, the, the point is, look, if, I suppose if England win at the Oval, they'll be there'll be a degree of celebration and an, a feeling of vindication for having um, having tied up the series and having come back from 2-0 down to do so and they'll be able to say, well, we would have won that other one you know, and we would have won at 3-2 and all the rest of it. Of course, if they'd won here, then the result at the Oval would be different to what it will be if they drew here because we don't know how things would have of course, turned out of course. in that alternative universe. And the
0: other side of it, of course, is Australia can quite rightly say if you're 2-0 up, um, you have the... You yeah, it's a luxury it, it, of drawing. The, the luxury of stuff going wrong. I mean, weather is a part of cricket and having a test match rained off is hardly without precedent. There wasn't a single ball bolt here in 1938. The Ashes Test, that was washed out and this ground was flooded. Now, you know, we it wasn't that. There was some outstanding cricket played by England, but they didn't seize their opportunity yesterday under lights with a ball that wasn't responsive, sure, but they did get a crack. They didn't, um, you know, get rained out for two full days. They did have 30 overs and, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, had they... Uh, made the most of those 30 overs, we'd be having a different conversation now. Shall we see if we can think of anything for a Hall of Fame? Why not? The Final Word Hall of Fame is brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. I can't wait to get back to London after this for a couple of days to try out Sticks and Sushi. We've mentioned it a couple of times on the pod during the week, but the Danish-Japanese fusion restaurant Mm -hmm. uh, where you can enjoy the lobster croquettes and a glass of rosé for 15 quid. It's not about the sun being out and fun being had, although it might be. I I hope the sun's out when we return to London. It's been the kind of quintessential Manchester day today. Can I ask a question?
1: Um, Sticks and Sushi. So, Sushi being the Japanese food, is Sticks a Danish? Food? Oh, do yeah. they just eat sticks? Yeah. Is that a uh, thing in Denmark? I Haven't been to Denmark. Forget, I'm not tr- trying to impugn uh, that great nation. <laughs> you know, the the birthplace of Hamlet and all the rest of it. Um, maybe it had something to do with Beowulf, didn't it, Denmark? Yeah. Do you eat sticks? Is that a thing? Or is sticks a kind of food? Is it a name? Is it is it sticks spelled with CKS? I, I I'm
0: I'm trying to Google it now. Not very successfully. Maybe uh, it means chopsticks. Uh, yeah. I, I'm sort of thinking you know, six, sticks and stones. The Jamie T songs in my head at the moment. But no, I think that um, we're going to have to find out, and we'll do a report from there. Why don't we record one of our podcasts? From sticks and stones, what we do between sticks and sushi. Sticks and sushi, not sticks and stones. Uh, that's going well. Um, but yes, the exclusive um, cocktails and summer menus, live music, and offers on places to eat and mm-hmm. drink uh, all across Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. We're grateful for their support, uh, and we will be hopefully doing more filming in the Westfields of London over the next few the days. Cocktails over- might
1: the have text. might have sticks in them. You might stir yes. the drink with a stick. You know, that do you remember those ones you used to get when you were a kid with like a mermaid on the top, yeah, or a, yeah. or a saxophone, or something? You yeah, know, like daiquiri. Yep.
0: Like a, a, I was in a pub the other night that had cocktails on tap. Oh. Um, yeah, that did I, did. I did wonder, like, what would draw you to ask for a cocktail out of a, a tap?
1: Cocktails, ooh, <laughs> every day we're out here drinking cocktails. Um, right, Hall of Fame. I think maybe yeah. maybe my Hall of Fame is the all of the ways that people are coming up with to avoid drawers and um, and get rid of rain, which happens every time we get a washed out drawer. We're all like, what can we do about this? Nothing more certain. Uh, so start the game earlier start the game at 10.30 you could do that in England it's not crazy could have gotten an extra hour and a half play across the first three days if you had some provision for you know for anticipating weather and say well okay day five's a half day and we play until we get 4.50 overs in and we play some early time on the days before could happen oh but what about the trains piss off with your trains Get a different train. Sort your life out. Oh, but we're going to miss that first half hour. You're not going to see that first half hour anyway. That first half hour is gone. You didn't see it. No one saw it. It didn't happen. Start the game earlier, England. Sort your life out. I
0: think all, all test crickets should start here at 10.30 regardless because yes. it, it buys you more time at the other end of yeah. the day. But um, I, I have sympathy for the fact that trains are outrageously priced in They the are UK, outrageously priced. And, and that's, that's a problem a, for train companies a, and the government. That's a problem for the government, really, yeah. who let the private... Companies that run the train lines. Gouge downstairs.
1: the living shit out of everybody in yeah. this country. Yeah, trains up here from London to Manchester were like. Two hundred pounds, or two hundred to three hundred pounds. It's just getting worse, and, and it's like you a two-hour train trip. That's a five-dollar train trip in Australia. Yeah,
0: Nationalise the rail lines. Anyway, um, that won't be popular with some. Get uh, Dresher involved. Uh, yeah, get Drescher involved. Uh, where are we? Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate the. Um, well, actually, to come back on that, I still think uh, the idea that was best that came up in 2019 when you and I went into some depth on this mm-hmm. was are the drones holding up the shade cloth? I yep. don't think it's roofs. When we're, we're not going to be able to retrofit roofs on stadia, which is so old, and even the ones that have been renovated like mm-hmm. Old Trafford, that, that's, that's not viable, we can't have a Wimbledon roof um, at Lord's. It'd yep. be fun. It was an April Fool's joke when the MCC put a press release out to that effect a few years ago. It ain't going to happen. What you could do, though, those little drones go up and hold up the shade cloth in space. Water, um, that the Dennis cloth Jensen, cloth in space. Uh, Dennis Jensen, the crazy um, Liberal yep. Party um, MP from uh, WA years ago said all you needed to do to fix climate change was to have a shade cloth in space. Cloth Never in forgot space. that. But no, the equivalent of that, but a tarp over the ground held up by drones. I believe it's very expensive. Water's very heavy is the problem. I, I think so there is a way of doing it, I, I, I believe.
1: You've got, you'd have to have it at an angle so that it runs. Off. But, Where would it go? Um, the other yeah, way. then you've got a runoff <laughs> problem, uh, and then you've got an extreme weight given that surface area of water. But how do we not have the technology? Somebody get old old mate off running Twitter and get him to sort out the drones thing. That's it. Like there's there's some stuff that he's been okay at. Do that. Sort out the engineering. Make it happen.
0: Uh, my hall of fame is Zach Crawley, who just cannot stop playing football. He was soaking wet. The keepy uppy games that he was playing, mostly with Ben Duckett, a bit of Mo and Ali, but and yet I had the binoculars on Crawley at different stages through the afternoon and he is drenched from head to toe Um, that's uh, you've got to really want it and I think they were to an extent making a point oh it's okay we're out here we're out here warming up we've got we've got Johnny Besso doing keeping drills in the pouring rain at one stage as well
1: Root was taking slips catches with Crawley I've
0: got one it was Mitch Marsh and Baz McCullum so Mitch Marsh they were um, uh, walking out to the middle of the ground when it was still very wet this morning but as they as Mitch walked over to Baz he pretended to slip over can't possibly play it's not safe that's something that Brat saw through the um, the binoculars this morning, so a bit of byplay play between the two sides, because at the end of the day, they're all pretty good mates, really, despite um, all the bullshit after Lords. Yeah, I
1: mean, and, and poor old Zach Crawley. You play the innings of your life, and yeah. it ends up in this it's a washout it's a washout the weather the is a washout that's the name
0: of the game yes it is a washout
1: yep um, so, so look this is this is probably it this is the final word Ashes Daily the wet Ashes Daily from day 5 at Manchester Adam Collins Jeff Lemon uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash the final word if you want to follow along uh, there might be a handful of tickets left for the live show I believe there are if you're on Patreon you get that ticket half price there are only a few left so um, grab those Still Stephen Finn, London. who
0: wouldn't want to see Stephen I know it's not going to be the Deciding Ashes Test, but let that not dissuade you. At the Phoenix on Wednesday night, Jeff and I will be doing our only live show of this run because we stuffed up the other live shows we wanted to do. And we're going to have Stephen Finn for company and his great sport, so. And, and we're making about two programs a day and trying to do all of the other stuff. But it will
1: be the series Deciding Test. It will. will decide what the series will be. Will it be a draw? Will it be an Australian win? Those are the two options that are left available to us. Will it be another washout? Have Heard something about a bit of rain at the Oval. I yes. hope not. Um, let's hope it's a full five days and there will be plenty to talk about between now and then. For now, from Old Trafford, we bid you farewell. Bye-bye. I
0: ain't breezing and I ain't George Benson. I ain't protected, brother, I
1: ain't fenced. And if my future questions, my current senses, that would be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, broke this, so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself.